Hello, I'm Donovan Kane, and on this episode of the podcast, I'll be reading you the final chapter of Take the Money and Run, Malone Brothers, Book One, written by Samantha Cole. Now, if you enjoyed this story, please let us know. Visit Samantha Cole online at samanthacoleauthor.com and visit me online at donovancain.com. Send us both a note. Let us know what you thought. And when you go to Samantha Cole's website, you can find many more books she's written, all of them packed full of adventure and, yes, naughtiness as well. Also, you can check out the next books in the Malone Brothers series that follow this one. The great thing about Samantha Cole's series of books is you can read the series one by one and feel like you have closure at the end of each one and not be hanging in the air until the next one comes out. I have narrated many of Samantha Cole's books and always enjoy them. I think you will too. You can send me an email directly at donovan at donovancain.com or send me a text or phone message at 702-570-2728. I would love to hear from you and see what you think of the podcast so far. And now, without any further ado, the final chapter of Take the Money and Run, Malone Brothers Book One, written by Samantha Cole. Epilogue Four months later, Casey and Mariah sat on the patio of the beach house, joined by his brothers, Dan, Bonnie Whitman, and, of course, Jinx. Two weeks after the drug gang had been taken down, Mariah and Casey had traveled to Chicago, where she gave her testimony to the grand jury. Leo and the three other men had been extradited to Chicago to face federal murder and drug charges. They would eventually face attempted murder charges in North Carolina, but the other case took precedent. The federal prosecutor had informed Casey and Mariah they had so much evidence and people making deals that they probably wouldn't need her to return to testify at the trials. Hernandez and his cohorts would be going away for a very long time. Before they left Illinois, Casey arranged for cremations and a small funeral for Mariah's family, so the remains could be brought back to North Carolina for interment at the local cemetery. During the funeral service, he'd held her tightly as she was finally able to pour out her grief. They'd sorted through the contents of her apartment, which her landlord had packed and stored in the basement of the building, hoping someone would eventually claim it. Mariah kept everything of sentimental value, and her own things, then donated the rest to a local women's shelter. Six weeks after they'd returned from Chicago, Mariah and Casey were married on the beach at sunset in front of a group of 40 friends, family, and SEAL teammates. She'd looked stunningly beautiful in a white strapless sheath dress, which Bonnie had helped her find in one of the many catalogs the store used, and then happily ordered for her. Forgoing his navy dress uniform due to the end-of-June high temperatures and the event being a casual affair, Casey had worn tan chinos and a white dress shirt. Mariah had thought he was the most handsome man she'd ever seen. Sean and Brian had dressed similarly, and many good-natured arguments had ensued between them as to which one was the best man, since the other was serving as a man of honor. The couple was in the process of purchasing a small house just outside of Little Creek, where Casey had taken the SEAL advanced training instructor position. Mariah was on her way to finishing her degree and had been hired as a substitute teacher at the Little Creek Elementary School, starting in the fall. She hoped to be hired as a full-time teacher after she received her state certification. Now, as they enjoyed the warm evening, 
Dan was telling them he wanted to plan a family fishing trip. It had been an annual event until the boys' adult lives had taken over, and he wanted to start the tradition again. Mariah eyed the older man with curiosity. Does that include me, even though I've never gone fishing before? Well, you're family now, so yes, it does. With that, her grin spread like the Cheshire cat. Well, this family is going to get bigger pretty soon. All four Malone men stared at her in confusion. Bonnie smiled, having already guessed the good news. Mariah's face lit up further when she announced to the clueless dolts, I'm pregnant. The men erupted in a chorus of hoops and hollers, while Bonnie yelled congratulations and Jinx joined in, barking up a storm. Casey picked Mariah up in his arms and swung her around until they were both dizzy. When he stopped, they gazed at each other and said, I love you, at the same time. They were too busy kissing and whispering sweet nothings to each other to notice when the others quietly went upstairs, leaving them alone in their joy. Later that evening, with Jinx by his side, Dan stood on the beach, contemplating the full moon and star-filled sky. Speaking softly, he declared, One down, Annie, my love. Two more to go. The End I hope you enjoyed listening to Take the Money and Run, Malone Brothers Book One, written by Samantha Cole, as much as I enjoyed reading it to you. I want to thank Samantha Cole for letting me put this novel on the podcast. Check out more of Samantha's work at samanthacoleauthor.com. If you'd like to get in touch with me, you can visit my website at donovancain.com or email me at donovan at donovancain.com or just send me a text message or voicemail. 1-702-570-2728. Keep listening to the podcast and follow it. There'll be more short stories to come along with more audio novels. Why? Well, because sometimes you just want a man to read you a naughty story. I'm Donovan Kane. Until next time, goodbye.